the Gen Con release of Orkana was insane on multiple levels. But let me tell you, from a finance perspective, the most insane news of the weekend was the launch of the Enchanted Rarity, the sixth rarity hidden from players until literally the day of the Gen Con release. That's insane. These all arts came out. But the real question is, what is going to be their effect on the finance of Lorcana? That's where we're going to talk about today. Let's look at the Enchanted Effect. Now, I've opened a good amount of boxes, and what I can say is the allocation seemed to be about one per case. I've also seen anyone say that it's about one in every three boxes. I just assume it's somewhere between three boxes and a case. It just depends on where on the rare sheet, I mean, on the on the sheet that you're hitting it as part of the packaging. And what I mean by the sheet is basically like when you, when you cut cards, like the end of one sheet may bleed into another, et cetera. So there's just a chance that maybe, you know, maybe it is, it's, it just makes more sense to me that it should be one per case instead of being uh, one for every three boxes, but I might be wrong. I'm fully willing to be wrong on that point. Um, but the point is they're pretty rare. Um, in my opinion, there will be massive supply um, once, uh, August 18th hits, especially once September 1st hits. Most of what we're looking at is going to be through that time lens because the whole thing is these are golden tickets. So whenever you're playing at TCG, occasionally they have these type of rarities. And what you're basically doing is you're very excited to start opening packs because as soon as you get this, you pretty much have paid for most of the rest of your product, just opening one card, trading it off to somebody else for cash or selling it on, you know, eBay or a site or something like that. And you're basically making back almost all the money that you spent on whatever product you're actually going to use as a player. So that's why I consider them to be uh, golden tickets and why I think a lot of products can be open from a pack for pack basis just to get this rarity, even after players have a majority of their playset, which we know, um, I'll cover another video, but we know that um, it's going to be difficult to get out of a small amount of product to begin with. So this is only going to help that situation. Players and collectors are going to seek out the highest rarity version of a card. And these are considered to be the highest rarity of them. So, you know, even though Elsa's a legendary, her enchanted legendary version is, is the highest version you can get. So any player that wants to teched out as best as possible or, or pimped out as best as possible is going to use these in their actual play decks. Right now, what I'm seeing is that the cards are basically just changing hands. They're, they're getting collected, they may be getting graded, et cetera, but right now they're not being used in decks because there's no events or anything like that. So, But I, I feel like as time goes on, players that are the type of players that want to play with the best versions of the cards are going to seek these, uh, collectors as well. So what does this do? Well, it certainly decreases the, the, the value on the foil versions of whatever card is enchanted because formally that foil version was going to be the best version. So like a foil Elsa Spirit of Winter or a foil Genie on the Job was going to be the best version of those cards. Now you have Enchanted, so that's out the window. I also think what it does is increase the value of foil versions of non-Enchanted cards. So if you look at some of the legendaries like Maleficent or Seven Cost Hades or Rapunzel, their foil versions will likely go up in value because the other foil versions are coming down in value. I don't necessarily mean that like they may be worth more in isolation, but if you think about it logically, they will sell more often. They will be worth more because they're the highest rarity of that card that you can get. And eventually, these enchanted prices are all out of whack right now. 
there aren't that many of them. I know it seems like there's a lot of them out there, but in reality, there really aren't that many of them out there compared to what the what the demand is for them. Eventually, the demand, like I said, will increase as players want to pimp out their decks. Um, so eventually, well, we should equilibrium. There will be a high supply of them after after September 1st, and then on as there's additional printings and things like that. But there's also going to be a lot of demand. So you have a situation where you have a lot of supply and a lot of demand, which will probably be equal to one another. And essentially, you're just going to reach an equilibrium with these as being expensive cards. But there will be enough supply to meet the demand. But I do think demand will be high and supply will be low. The last thing I want to bring up is the grading system. So I believe that people that like to create graded, like to collect graded cards, will get these graded. Straight out of a pack, they'll put them in the, in, you know, the soft case, whatever they have to do to send them out. They'll pay to get them graded. And the price of a graded enchanted card will be astronomically higher than a regular one. So for a, a collector's perspective, I expect them to go more towards graded, whereas the players that actually want to play with the enchanted will go more towards just a, just a near mid version of it, a good version of it. But I do expect that some high-end collectors, similar to the D23s, will go for graded versions. So this is, this is what I put together as, as a timeline. Ignore the numbers on the left. They're not actual prices. I just kind of like I kind of just put them out there. They are somewhat prices that I've seen, so I will put that out there. Um, in the very, very beginning, on the first day that the, that Enchanted came out, you were looking at over a thousand dollars for them. Um, they immediately dropped way down as Gen Con went on. More of them were opened, etc. Um, we started to see that there was approximately one per case, one per three boxes, whatever you want to call it. And more specifically, as I've talked about in other podcasts and in videos. Players were simply able to get more product than we thought they were able to. So the price rapidly dropped. To be honest with you, a lot of this has to do with the fact that a lot of people that went to Gen Con are basically trying to use Orkana, whether they are a Orkana player or not, trying to get the money back from their trip. Like, honestly, I've said this before, TCG players have a grinder mentality. They're trying to make back whatever they spent very easily. And opening a multi-hundred dollar card is a very easy way to do that. So the prices have come down as there's a race to the bottom, but not like no one's selling them for like 50 bucks or anything like that. There is kind of a race to the bottom. Also keep in mind, there's you cannot list them on TCG Player. There aren't really all that many on eBay, even though it seems like there might be. There really aren't that many of each individual one. So prices have come down. We're about right here. Like So we're right. I'm, I'm recording this on August 11th, which is a week before release. Um, I, I feel like prices have kind of stabilized where they are right now. I do feel like over the next week, they may take a slight rise because anyone that opened product from Gen Con has already made their money back probably or is in the process of making them back. Literally, we have to look at this thing on a day-by-day -day basis. That's why I made this chart literally on a day-by-day -day basis because up until September 1st, prices are going to change rapidly. So up until August 18th, in my opinion, they may actually go up next week. This is literally a day-by-day -day thing. Then on August 18th at the LGS release, Assuming that you're in an area, I don't really care that you're in an area that gets a lot of product. I still think the price is going to go down because, again, more product is going to be open. And again, people are like, oh, I got this golden ticket. I paid for my entire whatever I have right now, collection, whatever you want to call it. I paid for all of it by opening one card. I'm just going to sell this right away. Unfortunately, I mean, I, I can't tell anybody what to do with their cards. That's basically what's going to happen. The, the online market is going to become flooded with them again. Then that's, that's probably going to last for about a week. Then a week after that, you're going to have another increase, again, as supply totally dwindles. People might say, okay, it's finally time for me to buy. Um, you might have a slight bump. This is basically what happened with the promo Mickeys, although there won't be any um, more of them coming into the market. But this is exactly what happened there. They went down, crashed. 
people trying to make their money back now they're back up for example so there is precedent for this happening so that so the slight uptick is the post lgs release but pre-mass market release then you have september 1st hits and that's where i have it as a straight line because basically what's happening is if you look right here this is basically september 1st so the price goes down again let's just call it equilibrium again i'm not i'm not saying this is definitely gonna be the price but i just put it at 200 dollars for each one of them again i'm not talking about each one individually just an overall average um this is september 1st and basically what you'll see from then on at is essentially equilibrium um if there is a secondary uh print run which i believe there will be sometimes in september again supply will increase again they'll they might go down in value again this is all race to the bottom type um it will depend on how many sellers there are on tcg player how many sellers there are on ebay etc but i do believe there will be a, a massive amount of demand and in the beginning probably until they actually start announcing um, any type of event and that could be third party or primary uh events I, I don't think that players will want to pimp out their decks as much because there just won't be any incentive for them to do that so that's really where that comes into play again that's a huge factor like the only reason a most players are going to want to use these is it is that pimping out your deck factor and so we need organized play to actually assist in where these prices lined up um essentially then what happens is you reach an equilibrium where the players that have them want you know actually want them so the price might go up a little bit and then come in the middle of november to end of december uh, and pretty much from that on at when at when, when additional sets are opened the first chapter uh ones may actually go up in value slowly because there's just less than being open on a regular basis as new chapter packs the, the big part of the supply side on, on workana enchant is is how will the how will they be priced compared to one another well the key factors you need to think about is it, because they all have equal rarities. So even if they were, some of them were rare before, some of them were legendary before, it doesn't matter. What matters is is in this rarity is going to matter the collectability and the playability of this specific card. Even though it might start at, as a legendary, it doesn't matter because in the end, they all have the same rarity as being enchanted. So for example, like, you know, Genie on the Job is a super rare, Tinkerbell is a super rare, but if they're more playable than, you know, stitch rocks stitch surfer that's a legendary they may be worth more because again they all these enchanteds have the same rarity um but i do believe in the end uh the most will be elsa bell tinkerbell and stitch that's what i've seen over the past like week week and a half these are where the prices are at they're the highest um the bottom are uh the eight drop hades who i i still believe isn't really that playable and the emerald mickey who again in my opinion is not really all that playable um again each each ink color has two of them as you can see um there is you know somewhat of a bump for simba because the art's really good maui's very playable the aurora art is very good the aladdin is an extremely playable card so they all want lay in the middle but what i've seen is you have a high tier with elsa bell tinkerbell and stitch and a really low tier with hades and and, and that emerald. if you're a player or a really if you're a player or a collector when should you actually buy these I mean, should you buy them at all? That that's really your call. I'm going from the point of view of someone that I like pimping out my decks. Like I always try to have certain versions. Um, so when should you buy them? Well, if you're a whale and, and you actually want to foil out your deck, you want to play all these enchanters, et cetera, I would wait until after September first. I mean, that's when the prices are gonna be the lowest. There's gonna be the most of them out there. I can't say I, I, I guess compared to current prices, most of the low end ones are going for about four or five hundred dollars. I imagine they'll probably take a fifty to sixty percent dip um if you wait till september 1st you might get lucky and even get them after august 18th at a lower point that's fine again most most sellers are most on the street sellers not dealer sellers 
They're going to be like, yeah, what do I care? Give me back the money. Like, you know, my box cost me, let's just say $150 um, MSRP, close to that, you know, $145. Um, as long as I make that money back on my card, I'm fine. Like, so you're going to be able to get them at, at low prices, maybe even after, maybe even on August 8th. If you're selling them, I mean, I would sell them as soon as possible. Um, and I check out the timeline where there might be bumps. Um, if you miss the initial rush because you weren't at Gen Con, I would sell them as close to August 18th as possible, if not list them on that actual day. Um, because I think they'll only go down a little bit as people try to race to the bottom. Um, and then you really only honest, I mean, like, I'm looking at this obviously on a day by day basis, but not everybody's going to. So like, you really only have two weeks before September 1st hits. So I don't think you should be playing the market for two weeks. Um, it's just a really dangerous proposition. Um, you have to basically be updating auctions or sales every single day. So I would just try to get rid of them. Um, if you don't want them um, as close to August 18th as possible, and then go from there. And if you're a collector, I would wait until September 1st, especially because there will be more, more than they're graded. And I assume that's what you're going to be looking for. So go from there. So what type of player do you plan to be? Are you a collector? Are you are you a player? Like, Do you plan to use these to pimp out your deck? I'll tell you for me, uh, I plan to use them when the price goes down a little bit to pimp out my deck. I already have some versions of ones that I have listed in my various selling locations. If they don't sell, I'll just keep them, honestly. Like I have a few that like I would actually use in decks, so I really don't care. Um, and I'll eventually be seeking more. But tell me in the comments below how you plan to use them. Um, are they just golden tickets for you? Or um, do you actually plan on playing with them uh, when there are events, et cetera? Finally, what's my what's my overall analysis of Enchanted? So I actually think it's I actually think it's pretty good for the game. Um, I think anytime you have one of these golden ticket type items in regular booster packs, it gives players incentive to win an open product, which I'm a much bigger fan in games like this of giving out additional product as prizes instead of giving out like cash. I mean, I'm fine with store credit and things like that, but I think like if you were to say to some like just throwing this out there for example, say somebody said we're gonna have we're gonna have a tournament for a case. So a case is four boxes and that's like six hundred dollars MSRP. Like so if you if you advertise case tournament or you advertised first prize $600. Like to me, I don't know, the case just feels cooler. Um, and especially with the fact that you, you know, you have all this product that you can open and you might, you know, have, be positive, et cetera. We're definitely gonna see box openings from us that are gonna analyze the, the value of how much that box is. So I just think it's more fun to, to actually win product than it is to win um, just straight cash a lot of the time. I mean, eventually who knows, but, but, but right now I think it's just fun. So that, that's where I'm coming with it. So overall, I like the Enchanted Rarity. Um, I do think it it adds a whole layer to, to a lot of this. I think it, it it does take some of the value away from foil uh, legendaries when their version's enchanted. Um, I plan to do another video that's looking at um, the ratios and how they affect things. But what I can tell you is if Enchanteds are about one in every three to four boxes, foil legendaries are about one in every two boxes. But of course, there's more of that. Well. Now there's there's about the same amount of them, but like you may not get the ones you want. So like some, and when there's not that crossover, then you're left in a situation where you're like, okay, I got this for a legendary, but there's also an enchanted one. So it's like, did I really, you know, it's not as good as other options. If you enjoy this type of content with uh, the way that we look at Lorcana from a finance perspective, uh, make sure you subscribe. There'll be many more videos coming out in the next two weeks that really look at this issue. And then when the prices do reach and go around past September 1st, there'll be a, there'll be even more videos from there. So look forward to talking to you soon. Have a good night.